0: Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for the second installment of the Staycation Podcast. It's a staycation conversation. So here's an interesting one. What happened was on this particular episode, I we hit a stall, okay? I had a problem with my brother. It was a family argument, a family disagreement, with which, were, which we've been known to have. And I went into a day where I was otherwise ready to have a great podcast with Tanya and you know, we had a list of talking points. I was about to go over them, but then my brother kind of did what my brother does and started a text thread with me and my sister that sends the whole day into a tailspin. So I'll touch on that a little bit, but honestly, it really knocked me off my center for this show, and uh I do apologize for that so i did we still did record a podcast, and I think we did pretty good for a little while but then after that uh, i decided that we would have queen beatrix come in you guys know beatrix one of the uh the first lady of always be booked you could argue and she comes in at the end and we do a interview with her about aruba so the show opens with me kind of just wrapping up a date that i had just kind of talking about a date then it goes into me being vague about my situation with my brother and then we attempt to do a podcast And then we stop the podcast and then enter in Beatrix. She closes it out with her review of one happy island, Aruba. Let's start the show. You're listening to the Staycation Conversation with your host, Tommy Casamore and Tanya Poole. It's a Staycation Conversation. Yeah, so we were in this rooftop in Brooklyn, and we both got drunk, and she ended up getting like mad at me.
1: (laughs) Why? What'd you do? What'd you say? You said something.
0: No, 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 no. Well, first of all, maybe...
1: Honestly, if it wasn't her, maybe I would not. Maybe I would wait.
0: No, we we were just talking about like relationship stuff. And there was a time when she went dark and was like, yeah, you're just, yeah, yeah. Like she like, there was some lack of trust that came, like she got angry or something. Based on something that we said, just talking back about philosophies on relationships and then she was almost like she made the decision. Oh, you're, you're not to be trusted.
1: Well, I mean, I don't know. You know, how do you say I told you so without saying I told you so? There I told a, you so.
0: Dude. <coughs> and why do I say dude so much on this podcast when I never do in real life? I don't know. It's weird.
1: Do you want to do you secretly in your head? You're like this bitch.
0: All right. So here's the deal, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, you are we are back. This is the what's it called?
1: Staycation podcast.
0: It's the Staycation podcast. It's a Staycation conversation. Tanya's got some wine. We had some tacos. Uh, I'm not drinking. I'm just not drinking. What are you gonna do? You know.
1: I mean, I don't know what that's like, but whatever.
0: So, I'll be honest. I don't even want to. I don't even want to talk about really. I'll put it on the Patreon. I'll talk about it on the Patreon tomorrow. Um, I, I just, just, just you come home and you have these family brawls, and my brother. Who's a psychopath Who Literally There's a There's a text with me Him and my sister And we're on this text And It starts out with him saying You know what I'm not coming to Thanksgiving Whatever Uh Yeah I'm too dangerous I went to I'm too dangerous To be around my family You guys are right Screw it I'm not going And then he went into like Uh like, we're like, well, why don't you, hey, John. I was like, why don't you step back? Tell me w- who hurt you today. Like, <laughs> not like that. Because that's, I, I just said, what's the problem? Nothing. What's up?
1: I've said that before, too. Like, oh, somebody hurt you. Yeah. I, it's not me. This is misdirected anger. Yeah. You need to go think about what happened. Yeah. And show me on the doll where he touched you. <laughs>
0: I don't think this was sexual abuse. No, is the I'm not thing.
1: saying that, but like, it's that's it's, that's the kind of thing. Like this you is You just all said, show
0: me in the doll where he touched you.
1: It's, you know, oh, yeah,
0: you know, common metaphor makes sense. So listen, here's the deal. I I may have I may be letting you down right now. This may be the best show we ever do. This may be the biggest piece of garbage in history, but I was thrown for a loop. I had a bunch of stuff. See, this text came in around one, two in the afternoon. I was just kind of wrapping up my uh, or about to wrap up around three o'clock. I wrap up the lunch shift uh, over there. So I was about to get in and do some good show prep and be able to get into what we were going to talk about and talk about some things. And I have the headlines ready. I was going to read all sorts of articles, but in came that text. Then my sister and my sister goes in like she's the psychiatrist. She starts. Oh, this is uh, um, is he. She knows the name of the ailment, the the, the the mental condition that he's suffering from right now. I'm like, will you stop diagnosing shit for a second? That doesn't help. And then we're the three of us are all fire, fighting. And then I it just comes out with me. Everybody shut up. We're all mentally ill.
1: <laughs> I mean, and it's true. It doesn't sound unfamiliar from, I think, like most families. There's no,
0: no, no. My <laughs> brother's a psychopath. Okay. Um, and Is that of what course, she
1: diagnosed as? Yeah,
0: Yeah, just, just leave it at that. That's all you got to do. It doesn't have to. I forgot what Maybe she said. Maybe
1: he's a sociopath and not a psychopath. Uh,
0: whatever. He There's a definite difference. He doesn't murder people.
1: Well, okay, see.
0: Um, so... That's it. So that's that. I, I don't want... I'll, I'll talk about the details of that on the Patreon. If anybody wants to hear it, by the way, we have a Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash booked. It's $5 a month. Right now, I'll be dead honest with you, I've been doing, doing shows every other day. That's kind of where it is right now. What do you want me to lie to you? I will absolutely get back to everyday daily shows. I'm just still in that adjustment period where I'm trying to freaking keep my bandwidth at a, minute, at, a, at, a at a level where I can kind of work all day, bust my ass, do what I got to do, then come home and come up with stuff to talk to you people about. But it is every other day. You, you got to give me that, right? We are talking every other day on the Patreon. So, you know, if it's not 30 days a month, it's 15 extra days a month with these four shows. You're looking at about f- almost 20 shows. A month with uh with this podcast and that is only for five dollars a month that's it i think the value is there but i'll let you be the judge dot com slash always be booked spell um, all that
1: out yeah so then impress me
0: all right so tanya uh yes. what do we want to talk about today i think we should start talking about just just all things thanksgiving okay i saw a thing you know did you see this tweet by mark norman today
1: Maybe no. He had no, a funny I'm one. not on the tweets.
0: Okay, Mark Norman but is he, a stand-up comedian that actually me and Tanya both know.
1: Yeah, he's a funny dude, and he's a funny dude. He's out to lunch special? Did you watch it?
0: And so no, I watched a lot of it. Um, I think he's less of a special guy. I think he's more of an in-studio, maybe half hour. Uh, I like his sets. A what?
1: I'm sorry. Half maybe hour. What? Half hour.
0: Yeah, I don't know if um, I I think Mark Norman because he's got that character that he does. You know what I mean? That 1950s news announcer character? That, that Bugs
1: Bunny? Yeah, yeah, see? Yeah,
0: comedy, yeah. Comedy. Comedy. That's right. I actually do a pretty good Mark Norman, don't I?
1: Yeah,
0: you do. Well, oh, feeling a little gay? That was terrible. That's what he says.
1: as soon as you patted yourself on the back.
0: Yeah. What are you going to do? So this guy, we know him because he used to work with me every week at the Irish exit. And he knows Tanya through the podcast circles. And it's kind of crazy because not long after, you know, we stopped at the Irish exit. Maybe that was his... uh, that was it was holding him back was the Irish exit because <laughs> then Jerry Seinfeld comes out and names him his favorite new comedian. Next thing you know, they're hanging out. Now he's got a special. He's doing the whole circuit, whatever. But he Chelsea twe-
1: Handler, yeah. He no, uh, what's her name?
0: T- he tweeted today, and he goes, "What the hell's going on? We're all eating too much. We're doing nothing. We're fighting with family members. What do we need Thursday for? 2020's a whole Thanksgiving." <laughs>
1: that's, I mean, that's right? Pretty spot on.
0: Yeah, he's pretty kind of nailed it with that, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely 100 percent nailed it
0: all right so thanksgiving i get
1: really like excited when i go out and it's not like to key food yeah like so coming here like i put makeup on you know and i like i put jeans on rather yeah. than coming in my sweats <laughs> like, speaking I get, of coming so, in your
0: sweats oh to tell you what sunday i gotta tell no i'm kidding everybody calm down we're gonna let that go <laughs> snort one I, you gotta let that go
1: <laughs> the snort clock
0: yeah so i mean that's you throw you throw come on who doesn't like a good cum joke now with it? guys i'm oh. i'm evil all right so thanksgiving it's this thursday you know what i was thinking too let's 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 just run the gamut of thanksgiving what ooh. hold on i'm going to play this for you right now tanya
1: okay
0: and what do you think when you hear it Guess who just got back today them boys that have been away.
1: Oh, I think it it's Always
0: Sunny in Philadelphia. Always Sunny in Philadelphia when they play this song? Yes. Okay. Well, to me, and I'll shout out to Nick, and I think, you know, we're all, and I saw, again, meme, everybody, the world is a meme nowadays. Me and Nick said this a bunch of years ago, but it came up in a meme, and yes, the meme did it a little bit more clever than we did, because we always would say, I'd play Thin Lizzy, the boys are back in town here and there, and Nick would just look at me, he's like, this is the song you play. This is the Wednesday before Thanksgiving song. All your boys come from home from college. Everybody's oh, around, yes. and the boys are back in town. This is what you and we always would laugh about it. And then I got another friend in my hometown, which just completely met, made a remix out of it. In our mind, we get drunk and we're just like, you know, because our favorite line from that song is, "If she, if that girl don't want to know, forget her." You know what I mean? What okay. And uh, he's basically saying, these guys are out, they're having a good time, they're at the bar, they're drinking, they're doing their thing, and they're hitting on chicks. Of course, she blows them off, but you know what? If she don't want to know, forget her. <laughs> so we always would sing that, like, if she don't want to know, forget her. And then we turned it into like a... <laughs>
1: a circle trick. <laughs> no, we just
0: turned it into like this rap song. We just started go if she don't wanna know then forget her. Forget her. If she don't wanna know then forget her. Forget her. If she don't wanna know, she don't wanna know. If she don't wanna know then forget her. She's after the cheddar, she don't know no better. If she don't wanna know then forget her. Forget her. <laughs> we just like ripped into this and we are just freestyling off this one line and so the 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 meme was what the f All these damn Christmas songs. There's dozens and dozens. And Thanksgiving only has one. The Boys Are Back in Town by Thin Lizzy. And uh, I laughed when I heard that because
1: it's
0: kind of true. You know what I mean? It is a, it did amp me up. That's an amp up song because I loved it. That was like, it was like, that was like Christmas for me because I'm staying home. I'm still killing the bar scene on Long Island, going nowhere, drinking crazy horse, 40 ounces, uh, doing oh my God. thing. And then these guys come home. There's like a breath of life into the town. Look, this is the new spot we got to go to, you know. So we I do it.
1: get that about Thanksgiving is that, you know, it's like I, I'm excited about it. Um, you know, I'm pumped for Thanksgiving. But in Bar World, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Yeah. That was... That's what I'm talking about. That was your money night. Yeah. That was... Oh, if you're working. If you're working. Um, that it's was, crazy, though, because
0: it wasn't as much in the city. It wasn't as much in the city, like...
1: Because th- people from the city were right. going to their hometowns. Right. But I've, I've worked a Wednesday at a... You can get lucky. Turtle Bay. Yeah. Dollar Beers, Wednesday before Thanksgiving mayhem
0: totally now those places in the city that were like had very high profiles would do well like a turtle bay you know what turtle bay was it was a place on 52nd and second and i gotta give credit to joey a because you know we were just like a party bar type of scenario what they built there, even after I left, because I didn't do this, like I was running it and we were doing very, very well, successful, McFadden's Part 2, a little bit uptown, a little bit from McFadden's. And uh, Joey came in and, and he just basically said, and honestly, quite honestly, against permission from the powers that be,
1: mm-hmm.
0: he turned it into a techno nightclub. Yes. And that was not, if he had asked permission to do that, he would they not have. They would said no. They would not have given well, him the per- thing
1: was that at that time that like it was the popular music was like Swedish House Mafia and the yes. DJs and Deadmau5
0: Big, yeah and, like uh, David Guetta and-
1: right so you had him somebody who thinks like him yeah. and then their event coordinator who thinks like them Yeah, they're all into the same music they're on the they same page they the to the festivals they're all on the same page right. so they turned that place into what Everybody was right. missing, and you know and what the you beauty know of it they is? Hit the nail yeah. on the head with that—and
0: how they really nailed it.
1: Glow stick night, yes. Like
0: he he catered to that smoke screens, laser lights. He kind of mm-hmm. spent some money on that type of stuff and entered into that world. And the beauty of it was, and what they caught lightning in a bottle with is because I don't know if you remember when you were young going to New York City nightclubs like mega clubs, right? Maybe not you, but for us, a group of six guys, it was always listen. We were paying the $30 cover charge or we were going to be told you had to buy bottles or you had to wear a certain thing or if they had too many people there and it was a surplus six dudes together, we're not getting it. No, you're not. So, like, we always would have to battle that. That was always, like, a thing. Now, of course, we always made our way in somehow. Sometimes we had to wait longer times than others. Sometimes we had to spend more money than others. But we always made it in. But one of the things is is that he took that mega club kind of experience that you can get. And
1: gave it to everybody. And
0: brought it to that. That room mm-hmm. was a silly room. Yeah. That room was built to thump. I mean, that upstairs at Turtle Bay. Mm-hmm. I always, when I was running it, I would always take people from out of town that would come visit me and i'd bring them inside and i'd be like show them the downstairs and i would be like so what do you think of my new bar and this is coming from pittsburgh where the place is huge and you know other places that i've worked was re- enormous yeah and other places that i've worked at and like these big places and then i would like play a little trick on them i would bring them into the downstairs at turtle bay and i was like yeah so this is what we're doing now you know this is it and they would look at me and they'd be like uh, it's nice, nice, Tommy. I'm just kidding. Let's go upstairs. And then we go upstairs and there would be this oasis of just sea of bodies with bartenders going absolutely batshit crazy on top of the bar.
1: There was a night that, and I I don't remember if you were there still, but the girls, everybody dressed up as a wrestler and the girls at right. the bar. Yeah, no, that wasn't like, my thing. Everybody went yeah. nuts. Yeah, no, I mean,
0: yeah. There was a performing art to it. I always said, I said to, um, I think I said it to John last week. I was like, all those people that worked for us.
1: they are Performing arts rejects. Did we say
0: that? Did we talk about that? I don't know
1: if it was, it wasn't me and you. I think it was you and Cheech.
0: Yeah. Okay. So yeah, they're like theater kids that, that missed their calling. Yeah. It was like, but they would do really good at it because they would have these skits together lined up and it was just like, it was very well executed for like no professional training, no director. Like it was just quickly thrown together stuff. For example, like, um, uh, you know, there'd be like five guys on the boat uh, f- on the bar,
1: <laughs> singing. <laughs> I knew where you were going singing
0: on. A, I'm on a boat. <laughs> they'd be on the bar, and the song "I'm on a boat" would come down. And then you know, all the guys were good looking. They were well dressed with ties on. And then they'd just swagger it out to this "I'm on a boat" song, and they would dance, and it would be semi choreographed. And you know, it really gave the night a huge pop. But then when the pop, that pop was over, that you'd see like three or four guys get off the bar, and like. Passing in the night, there'd be three or four girls that got on the bar, mm-hmm. and then they would drop, like, um, Man, I Feel Like a Woman or something. Like a girl's jam or a, girls, a girl power song. And then you'd have, like, all of a sudden, the four good-looking guys would be replaced by, like, four hot chicks that were just badass and singing and having a good time. So, th- it was really kind of uh, impressive how they would do it. Like, I mean... It
1: was... um Everybody knew their role. Yeah, and having worked at like all of our bars, um, I remember working at Calico's for a happy hour, and I don't remember if you were there or if it was Cheech. But
0: she's talking about the guy who was on the Patreon ja, on yeah, Saturday. You John, heard that right, John Tanya?
1: Yes. Um, but they were like, you know, Tanya goes at the end because she's just gonna bang the register. Because I wouldn't get on the bar.
0: What that means is that's not. I mean, you, gotta, you can't just talk about banging things. Well,
1: okay, bang the register means that I'm just gonna make sales, sales, yeah. sales. Yes, yes. So my, you know, I, I'm there to make drinks. I believe and I made money. you. I
0: believe I made you famous for that. I believe I gave you a big break at Calico Jacks. You did for banging the register.
1: You did. And, and you always put me in the corner and you were like, she's, because I wasn't, I wasn't one of the girls that was going to get on the bar. Right. I wasn't wearing, you know, short shorts. I right. was there to just bang the register. No sales. <laughs> make those, no sales. make that money. All right. That was
0: a little bit of a tangent. I, I don't want to necessarily go crazy. Let's go, back, really to, t- let's go yeah, back to, let's go back to Thanksgiving.
1: So. You know, what's funny about tangents What is that as much as you can meander around When you're speaking out loud, imagine how much you already like bullshitted in your own mind before it even came out of your mouth.
0: You're right. right.
1: Imagine the filter that it all already went through.
0: You're 100% right. Yeah. So like, all right, so Thanksgiving, uh, um, these texts are still coming in from my brother and sister. And I want to take my phone and I want to skim it out the window is what I want to do. Cause this is really like this is I am apologizing. This put me in a wreck. Like I snapped at somebody at work. The GM of the guy of the place next door that I'm going to be working hand in hand with just walked in all and said, "Tommy, you're doing payroll over there when you open, right?" I'm like, "Yeah." You want me to show you? Like, no, I don't want you to show me damn payroll. And I'm like, I'm not yelling at him. Actually, I'm yelling at my family.
1: You just
0: kicked the dog. I kicked the dog. I would never kick a dog. How could you sit there and even think that? That's what it's called when you take out your aggression. Not anymore. That's very, very politically incorrect nowadays, Tanya. How dare you? Yeah, right. All right. So, uh, Thanksgiving. So, night before Thanksgiving, everybody's going crazy. Everybody's going out. Now, what I was saying before was that. A lot of the high profile places. So if you know you can get reservations, if you know, what I'm saying is nobody's taking a chance in going into the city on that night. Most people are going to, I guess, get together in their local bars. For the most part And then they clean up Those places Absolutely Hell clean yeah. up I yeah I would
1: love to be like A hometown bartender Somewhere Yeah And have everybody come back
0: Yeah The boys are, And girls Are back <laughs> in town They should do a TLC should do like An answer song to that
1: TLC gr- TLC What year are we the in girls
0: are back in town Oh Well why not What's wrong with TLC
1: Well There's only two
0: That's yeah That's there's awful There's T and C so. R.I.P. Left Eye That was I mean what a talent she was What a level of charisma she brought to that group but all right so that's the night then that's the problem because i remember from 1993 to 2000 and i don't know seven you know damn well you are showing up to that morning to that Thanksgiving, whatever it is, with one hell of a hangover, mm-hmm. right or no? Yes. Have you? Can you recall some like bad hangovers that you've had taking them into Thanksgiving, which probably doesn't help when you talk about the family dynamic and the war of the roses type of scenario? <laughs> well, the hangover probably doesn't help.
1: I was never like extremely hungover. I was exhausted, um, and. Exhaustion, I mean, naturally, you're just more irritable and like kind of on edge. And our Thanksgivings were never really huge. Right. And, you know, it was, you know, my grandparents, my aunt, my cousin, my brother, and my parents and stuff. So it was never really like, I don't know, super crazy. Whereas now, with my fiance's family... It's huge, yeah. Because he's one of three boys, and
0: he's an Italian, right? Yes. So that that I mean, so I could tell like, you right there. I for, that, there's some screaming going. It has to be right. And
1: I know I know that it, not really. There's just a lot of loud talking.
0: Okay. So all right, Seems, I got you.
1: I mean, which I'm coming, me being Hispanic and him being Italian, it's the same household. It's just a lot of loudness. Yeah. Um. So it's huge because it's it it, literally it took me a a while to figure out who's who and how they're related and who this uncle is and who this aunt is and you know and my sisters-in-law would tell me they're like don't worry it took me a while too like there's just a lot of people so
0: my grand my grandfather had he it was eight so he had seven brothers and sisters and I didn't figure out who was who. Until the <laughs> <Uncle> <laughs> and and that's in your own that's, family. Yeah, that's my own family. Uncle, they all had the same bald, completely bald head with the side hair. Uncle Anthony, Uncle Charlie, Uncle Jimmy, Uncle Tommy. Uncle, no chance. I, I started about 14, 15 years old. I started getting the, getting the feel for who everybody yeah. was.
1: It, it's, it's a lot, but it's really funny because then, you know, the first year is always intimidating because I'm like, I'm meeting all these new people. I hope they like me. You know, I... Yeah. blah 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 now we come home from dinner and I'm like wow your uncle so and so really is a, yeah. he, he was like oh he's insane so like <laughs> now I can be honest enough where that he, he can be he can tell me like right. yeah 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 no I know yeah
0: what they're about he's right. insane yeah
1: and um
0: do they have the thing where they they, uh, they have to feed you like they have to feed you like there's no
1: well when we that
0: Ray Romano shit is real it when is. it says you have to pull your gun out like put put it down grandma <laughs> put it down I don't want another chicken collar. put it down
1: as soon as it, first of all my mother-in-law took a sick day she wasn't feeling too well this was a couple couple months ago and she made a hundred and something ravioli from scratch
0: yeah see that's that's you got to be a little insane to do that <laughs> she this us it. a
1: picture yeah. And she was like, they're all in the freezer. I'm going to make, I'm going to have a pasta class for you girls. And yes. I was like, all right. And then I say this, I'm like, hey, your mom's going to do like a pasta class for me and, you know, and the girls. And he goes, make sure she teaches you how to make managot. Yeah. And I'm like.
0: Are you getting orders? You like, 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 put, I it, he put think, it in an order.
1: I was like, I don't think she's taking requests. Right. She's just going to teach us how to make. Yeah, it'll come up. So,
0: some, somewhere along the semester, it'll come up. It's right? got to come up. <laughs> so you'll be so,
1: fine. Y- She already She was like She's like Oh I froze them This is for Thanksgiving There's two lasagnas There's a meat And a vegetable lasagna Of course There's pepperoni In sauce There's meatballs In sauce And then And we haven't even Gotten to dinner yet That's not dinner Right And then there's dinner And then after dinner The guys fall asleep Yeah The downstairs bathroom Is never empty We had
0: to watch Every year (laughs) Every year Get, to, get, to, get the VCR. Oh, my God. The VCR would be tucked away. Why don't you just leave the VCR out? Why do we <laughs> got to go find the VCR? Because nobody go has
1: the VCR. Go get the VCR.
0: Well, this was a while ago, obviously. Uh-huh. Okay, and we had one movie. One movie every year.
1: What was it? And they'd
0: watch it like we never watched it before. Top Gun every year. I always said to be top gun. top gun. No, I think that's because of what we had. That's it. That's what that's we're going to so do. That's funny. what we're going to watch. But my grandmother was like that, too. Like, you couldn't not... Like, if you bring somebody over, forget it. Like, uh, if it, there's no such thing as not hungry. There's, no. There's only shy. I shy. <laughs> yeah, that's, you so take, that's You're it, too, too ashamed to ask. Right, right, him right. Give him more spaghetti. In
1: uh, Spanish, we have this phrase confianza, which literally translates to "eat with confidence," like yeah. don't be too shy to to take seconds. Yeah, no. So now, like when now that we've been together for five years, I think you know, not only do I get seconds and thirds, but I'm also washing dishes and I'm clearing the wow, table, okay, and right. you know, and then after that, we have the cake and the pastries and the coffee. My mom, she's not coming to Thanksgiving with my in-laws this year, but I'll be spending the Wednesday before with her. Right. And she's like, oh, on Thursday, before I drop you off, we'll go to Arthur Avenue and we'll pick up some pastries so that you could take. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. Arthur Avenue is a really famous place in- It's the original it's, Little Italy. It's the Little Il- Italy in the in Bronx. In New York,
0: yes. but it's the original one. Like It's like the, as, as, of, as of most people will say, the traditionalists now will say this is the only Little Italy because- uh, in the, the real little, the new little, the little I Italy know, right? that everybody knows is very commercialized. It's surrounded by Chinatown. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> but, um, you know, you can walk down Little Italy. You might catch a little Wuhan in the throat. You don't want any of that. So you oh, basically. Mommy.
1: What?
0: <laughs> no, ahead. the wind blows. You can get Wuhan walking down Little Italy because of the.
1: You can uh, also get it walking down. Maybe. Yeah, but
0: that's You Little Wu. They had the they don't have the wet markets I'm not going to say I used to deliver uh the financial times in in Chinatown and th- it was it didn't look, it was nice well, th- those markets are not nice every, that's all I'm I'm saying
1: in in so many boroughs in every borough there's a little something yeah so like it just depends on where you go but in the Bronx there's little Il- Italy which is Arthur Avenue and yeah. just I mean meats and cheeses and pastries sausage oh cured meats everywhere
0: oh, so so good but my grandmother was like it was so bad with the food. You know, I was when, one of my times coming home. There's a dog out there. <laughs> Here's the dog. We got ambulances in the city. We got uh, jet skis in Florida, and we got dogs out here in Long Island that we're here. And so, trained by me, right? So I'm so I'm on my one of my things. Three or four years in Pittsburgh. Three or four years in Detroit. Wherever I am. So I I come home one of these times. And the situation is that my grandmother has this house. It's a two family house, but it's only. Operating as one family. So the the, the two apartments are accessible to yeah. each other. So we have two kitchens. Yes. So where, where's Tommy going to stay? I thought
1: that every Italian household yeah. had these two
0: kitchens. This has two so I'm sta- So my dad's like, yeah, you know, you're know, you only going to be a couple weeks. You know, why don't you just stay in the kitchen? <laughs> so you, you're right. There's two kitchens. And one is the functional kitchen day to day. The other is the prep kitchen. Yes. So my grandmother would do that. Make cutlets, make um, spaghetti, make... Dishes, lasagna, baked dishes, and she'd leave them in that refrigerator. And what had happened was the setup of the bed was that it was very proximal to the refrigerator. <laughs> Tanya, I would literally go out with friends, get smashed out, I'd come home, I'd go to bed, I'd pass out for like two hours, I'd wake up, little rumble, little hum- rumble in the stomach, and I'd be hungry. It was the best thing in the world. I was never so fat in my life. <laughs> All I would do is from bed,
1: mm-hmm. from
0: bed, open the refrigerator, grab a k- chicken cacciatore or something.
1: That sounds so dangerous.
0: And I'm in bed, laying in bed, half hung, up, half sleeping, and I'm literally picking food while I'm the covers are still on, and yes. I'm picking stuff. From My grandma was so bad; like she fed the shit out of us so bad. She like did she did
1: a grandma's job. She,
0: did, but then she ended up murdering the dog. <laughs>
1: She ends up murdering the dog Because
0: these grandmas Did the
1: dog have like diabetes? They're so
0: obsessed
1: (laughs) And had no feet Yeah, I go
0: away for two, three years in Pittsburgh Where, you know, the kids are out The kids are gone from the house now There's nobody left My grandma's there And she still wants to cook I come home I look at the dog I go, Grandma, what have you done?
1: dog is just a ball the dog
0: is a mound and she's like "Ah, oh, she's a fine mound. but my grandmother is cooking for the dog cooking meals for the dog and oh my, my dad God. is just not paying attention i'm like why are you letting grandma murder the dog <laughs> the
1: dog is like "Kill."
0: Me. the dog could not yes yeah the dog couldn't walk around <laughs> it was a mess but so we we uh yeah so it always because here's the deal and you know we we don't like to talk politics too much on the show, and the politics is like a lot of the reason that we're having this brawl, I guess, with my brother right now over the phone or whatever. But we'll sit down, and um, my sister, it's it can't be, it can't be you know me. I'm a centrist. I'm kind of in the middle, although leaning right, but. I am very very accepting of anybody's thoughts, beliefs. I fi- I judge people on how they treat me. That's I it. I think
1: that that's why we you and I right. have been friends for so long yeah. is because even though you're a little bit right leaning, you're not so far off that I'm just like I can't be friends with you. Right. Because I am definitely more Yeah, to you're on the, the left.
0: left. So my brother and dad are hardcore Trump supporters. Hardcore. My dad a hardcore Trump supporter, but from the armchair. My brother is going to the rallies. My brother went to the, the Million MAGA March yeah, and uh, everything, first. so that all that I stuff. Mean, and for every man. ounce of my brother being hardcore right wing, my sister is a socialist leftist. <laughs> she is in, like, she's a part of Black Lives Matter. Not I, I really.
1: said, I've <laughs> made a little joke to my friends. I was like, yeah, I'm going to show up to uh, Thanksgiving dinner with my BLM shirt on.
0: Well, how would that work?
1: Um, I don't know and I don't want to find out. For the I'm show, can we do
0: can, for the for the show? Can you this listen, we're all going to have to do some stuff for the show. Yeah, yeah. Could you do that no. and, and uh-uh. have a video run no. when you do that? <laughs> no. Why? Describe the situation. Because Describe I- the situation at your Thanksgiving. That should be going on. To-
1: it's not a situation. It's just Somehow it, it it will always Turn to politics And Sometimes Some people's opinions I'm Just like Did this person just right. Say that?
0: People aren't allowed To have opinions Correct uh,
1: No 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 It's not It's not an opinion oh, Okay I'll give you It okay no i'm not gonna give you maybe we should an example off the air okay but like somebody brings someone else to thanksgiving dinner and this person will say something and i'm like uh
0: you gotta hold your tongue
1: gotta hold my tongue and get up from the table and just get another plate of food or something or clear the table or just get in like separate myself from the situation because i i do not like I'm not a contrarian. I don't like arguing for arguing s- argument's sake. I don't like to, you know, my the way that I see things is, look, we're all here. We're family. Let's have a good time. Enjoy each other's company and eat really good food and keep it positive. Yeah. I really don't like, and it doesn't happen often, and it doesn't happen to the point where people get into arguments or fights or screaming matches or anything like that. Which I can, I've seen it can happen in you know some places, but I don't want to be around that energy. I don't want to hang out there, so I just separate myself. But this which is, the, is probably the, why I don't see it. Which is probably why I don't know too many. But the problem, that I the like problem is I myself. the
0: problem is the Italian families don't look at it as hostile. No, Sc- screaming and arguing and fighting and yelling over this and over that. It's not. It's not. Yeah, it's not it's not this is normal this is fine what are you talking about this is, what do you mean bad energy this is just
1: well, f- I, it's as funny is you say that because i had a friend who like lived on my couch for about a year and i was talking one day and he was like why are you yelling you had a and friend s- live on your
0: couch for a year yes what the hell
1: <laughs> And he was like why are you yelling and i said i'm not yelling this is how i talk yeah and he was like oh my god I was like, just wait. I said, I bet you ten dollars you marry a Latin woman.
0: All right, so moving on with the anyway, the Thanksgiving. This
1: Thanksgiving and th- your volatile brother.
0: Yeah, no, no, that's it. We're not, we're not talking about that now. That's for the p a t r e o n dot com mm-hmm. slash um, always be booked. What we what we're talking about is nice. basically um, just showing up to dinner. With your family, whether it's your immediate family or some people do extended, extended families, and then it just goes. I feel like the best ones, the least chance of an argument is when it's the extended families involved, if there's 14, 15 people there. Because what you're going to get is people, you know, that's like, I remember those. We don't have those anymore, but I did when we had a big Italian get-togethers. Those were those those days when we would have, you know, all the uncles, their wives, all the aunts, the you know the grandma everybody would be there and it would be like you know everybody there was an air of everybody kind of watching their peas and it was like an appearance i it was think almost also like,
1: when there's grandparents around you kind of do yeah, tend to you hold it, be it together a little respectful. bit
0: and it'll I break know. out there'll be little little pockets of of uh there'll be little pockets of resistance here and there yeah little bursts but then everybody, say, like, hey 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 knock it off <laughs> And the other thing is, is like there's so much food you can't even you know argue too much because it's just so choking, you know. Choking, or you're
1: just in a food coma. And then
0: who's gonna argue over Top Gun? You know, when, I mean, when Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer do that air bite to each other?
1: Okay, In, th- oh, in that's right. Th- right way. <laughs> <laughs> what about the volleyball?
0: The volleyball, the the montage volleyball.
1: That was that was. I mean,
0: and then he's on a first date and he goes to her house and he's all of a sudden says, "I'm using your shower."
1: I don't know. A I don't know. Lot of
0: lot of lot of stuff. Do you going guys up.
1: watch Die Hard at Christmas? That's Top Gun seems weird for Thanksgiving. Yeah, no. Well, well, well,
0: Christmas is a Die Hard's a Christmas movie.
1: I agree with you.
0: So let me. I
1: think the whole world is split fifty fifty on this. All
0: right, so then you're then we,
1: either a hard yes or a hard no. So
0: what do you watch? Um, what are the things that you watch? Like before we talk about even if we're gonna talk about movies for Thanksgiving, what do you think the things are? What's on the TV screen? What are we watching for Thanksgiving? Football. A lot of people watch football, football for Thanksgiving. Yeah. I'm a little disenchanted by the NFL as people know that already. I've spoken publicly about that, about a lot of things about the NFL that I just. Ugh, I just, went
1: to the supermarket and I saw that there was people watching football inside one of the bars and I was like, oh, there's football. Yeah. And I think it's part of the reason that I'm so disconnected is because luckily like Bobby's not into football. I don't work at a bar anymore, so I don't recognize like Monday Night Football or who's doing what. I'm not on any fantasy leagues anymore, so I was just like, "Oh, football! There's football now." Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, I guess that makes sense because." uh, What else besides
0: football do we think we like to watch?
1: Um, I don't know. I think whatever. I it, it all depends on who has the remote control, and it's usually a man. So it's usually like some movie about something or something on the History Channel, which I mean I can get down with. But when I
0: was young, I used to love, and for whatever reason, this was always on the TVs when I was young during the holidays. It was good for Thanksgiving and Christmas. It was the only time, the only season when I would watch the monster movies. Like what? I, I never had like they would always seem to Were be you playing like
1: late for Halloween. No
0: God, not no Godzilla, oh. King Kong. Like uh, movies from when
1: we were kids. Yeah, like, well, before, well, before that, that.
0: Yeah, like Godzilla, like, like, nothing was more exciting to me when Godzilla would come out of that, that body of water.
1: You know why I think that is? I think because when we were kids, the networks, all five of them, were, like, put, putting something on that could be on all day so they would show classics.
0: There'd be a lot of marathons.
1: right. Right. So like it's like the honeymooners marathon. That's New Year's Eve. I think they I think they still do that a honeymooners marathon. Really? Yeah, I think so. The honeymooners
0: was one of the greatest shows ever made of all time.
1: I'm not gonna agree with you on that. But the I'm honeymooners not-
0: is an absolute classic, and there's no other show. Maybe I love Lucy. No
1: other show. There's I'm no really- other show
0: that holds up like the honeymooners. That was a pure comedy. A great, great show. Mm, okay. I mean it was a, it's a fact. It's not arguable. Okay. It's an amazing show. Um, okay. so I Do mean Do you
1: put on a bus driver's outfit and slap around your uh, your dates?
0: Oh, that's what it is. It's a politically correct thing. <laughs> I don't I'm not That's it's where a, we're going. No, no, no. Okay, no I'm not I gotcha. it's politically correct. So, okay. Bang correct bang, or bang not. Zoom right in the kisser. That was All like a I'm fun thing. Is Ralph and Ralph and Alice had a beautiful I relationship. He might have gave her a couple of, you know, whatever's when she got out of line. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> You know it happens I'm just kidding We don't (laughs) condone that here But it was a different It was a different time
1: Was it a good show? Yes Um, I mean also Like I love watching The Twilight Zone marathons Um, I'm
0: sure you have nice I'm sure you go to sleep Nice and sound Those dreams are probably fine
1: Let me tell you something And this is off topic And and we'll talk about it Maybe on another show My dreams have always been Off the wall A little crazy A a little like Sometimes I feel Premonition-y Yeah but I've been falling asleep to um, these reality crime shows with reenactments. My dreams have gone from a hundred to a hundred and fifty. Like, like I, I just have these really random, murderous, sometimes scary dreams, and it's because I'm falling asleep to a show that has reenactments about like how this mother and her daughter killed their other daughter, and it's a true story, and I think it happened in Long Island, really? Yes, Hold on a second. it's it
0: All right, so besides that, Tanya, there was some stuff that I sent you. I didn't have time to look at it. I saw there was some interesting things that were kind of in like sections of the weird news, this and that. I don't want to get too kind of like uh what would you say segmenty, but I did notice some interesting stuff. can you? uh i think you did kind of look into some of them what'd you see
1: so what i saw was the town of rabbit hash
0: rabbit hash nice this time of year
1: rabbit hash is delicious where is it it's in kentucky
0: wait there's a name of a town called rabbit hash
1: yeah it's in boone county
0: boone county west virginia
1: no boone county kentucky
0: kentucky okay have you ever seen that Wild Whites of West Virginia? Yes, because that's Boone. That's Boone County too. Now
1: that's in the Appalachian Trail, right?
0: Yeah, Appalachian Hills. Appalachian the, yeah. Hills. So really, so we're really talking about a town called Rabbit Hash. Yes, that is that is like a, I mean a meal a meal that <laughs> I want no part of.
1: You've never had rabbit?
0: No, I never had rabbit. I've had it. Nor have I had rabbit hash.
1: I mean, I'm assuming it's going to be like corned beef hash. Yeah.
0: Right, but except...
1: I love corned beef hash, but the yeah. stuff that comes out of the can, not like the real stuff.
0: Oh, I love real corned beef hash, like after St. Patrick's Day.
1: Yeah, you take all the...
0: Like you it. chop up the brisket in the St. Patrick's Day yeah. uh, corned beef. That's good. Oof, I like yeah. the stuff
1: that comes in the can. That too. I'm
0: garbage. How about the diner? The diner makes... Well, that's the well, can, pretty if it much.
1: T- well, no, because I went to a diner, oh. and I asked... I wanted corned beef hash, two eggs over easy french fries. And I asked the young lady, I said is it like real corned beef hash? With, she's like, no, it's the stuff out of the can. I said, boom, I'll take it. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. So rabbit hash. Okay. Um,
0: so this is a town that actually elects a dog as mayor?
1: Yeah, I guess that's their thing. You know, everybody, every town has their shtick. Like, what's it called? Punxsatawney Pete? Pun- Punxsatawney Phil. That's the groundhog.
0: Okay, so what else do you know about this uh, dog that's the mayor?
1: It's a little Frenchie bulldog. And <laughs> I don't remember his name, but um, <laughs> I don't remember his name. But when I was <laughs> reading the article, I was like, oh, boy. I bet every like news reporter <laughs> in that town had all of their uh, their dog puns ready to go. Like, I wonder what his policies are gonna be
0: about. oh my gosh no
1: <laughs> you know that they that they did
0: oh gosh
1: <laughs> i bet you nobody's barking up the wrong tree back that, to you tommy
0: that one doesn't make sense all right so what it what, what what else do we have there so there's a dog who's a mayor and you say this town ta- this town always elects a dog yes okay is there like uh an approval rating for the dog or is there like yeah
1: actually there is I don't know what it is, but there is an approval rating. I didn't write that in my notes. Okay. But yes, there the dog, um, uh, won clearly over half the votes. But out of like two thousand something votes, the dog got like you know 16, 1600 votes or something like that.
0: So it was like a eighteen hundred. So there you would probably say it was a kennel slide. <laughs> Exactly. All right. So, what else? What else happened? Uh, what else is going on? What did I send you?
1: Okay. So, there's going to be some flying cars that they're trying to um, get going.
0: You know, this one of those things that Florida. they say is going to be happening for years. They were always talking about flying cars and, you I know, mean, all sorts of weird things that would happen in the future well, that honestly never happened in the well, future. No, no,
1: no. Because, okay. So, part of the article is like, oh, remember the Jetsons? And, like, yeah, we're in 2020. We're the flying cars. But like we do have Zoom meetings and so that stuff does happen, did happen. Yeah, like
0: you could talk to somebody on the phone, like you could see them. That That's actually true. Right. That's actually I have true. I
1: Roomba, so that's Rosie. I mean, okay. she doesn't talk to me. Rude. Um, so they have these flying cars that will be going from Orlando to, I should have written this down, but it basically cuts the trip down to about. 2 hours and they're going to do it like a rideshare program, kind of like a um what is a zip car thing? Okay. Um they think that it'll take 5 years. I don't think that that's at all going to take 5 years. Um and I think it's really funny that they're doing it in Florida. Number 1. Why? Because I mean, you've driven in Florida. Yeah. You can't drive in Florida.
0: Well, you could drive in Florida. It's a little, over, it's a little overblown how like you can't drive in Florida, and it's all it, old people in Florida. Some of the most youthful, wild, crazy people are in Florida.
1: The thing about Florida driving that I don't understand is why are we all going seventy-five miles an hour and switching lanes back and forth? Like why? Why can't we just choose a lane? You want to do eighty? Do eighty. <clears throat> But why is everybody always like? Well,
0: because not everybody's doing seventy-five and eighty. Some people I mean, are doing I'm fifty-five. I'm
1: doing fifty-five. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm a grandma driver.
0: Yeah, I kind of am too. Kay is a uh, psychopath driver. and uh,
1: Is she like super aggressive? or? Yeah, no,
0: she, just fast. She just drives she really fast, fast and is texting the whole time Do as she's doing 120.
1: You know what's funny? Lori is a very aggressive driver. Yeah.
0: I don't understand those people, especially cab drivers in New York City when you would sit in a cab and the cab driver would have road rage. I'm like, what kind of life did you choose for yourself? Right. If you know you have road rage, if you sit in a cab, Especially in New York City and Manhattan, you're driving a cab and you like are mad that there's traffic, you need to have yourself examined because well, it's like it's like buying a dog and then getting mad if it barks.
1: Like it's Tommy, it's kind of like when you're a waiter, waitress or a bartender and you're you need the money so you're working your shift but then somebody walks in and you're like
0: Ugh! yeah no that happens all the time because the natural thing is you want to you just yeah. want
1: one one customer to come in tip you five thousand dollars and then that's it you're done for
0: why can't minute. that just happen
1: I don't know why it can't just happen
0: I got a lady today called and I'm handling to go orders over the phone and she's like "Could I have a pollo burrito and then she's like I'd like for you to take out the cheese I'd like for you to take out the guacamole I'd like for you to take out the right I'm like what do you want chicken and a tortilla wrap like Basically. what like this is what you got to deal with sometimes and you know you want to say this to them Of course. And the item costs like you know there's a markup for COVID-19 a little bit you know there's do you, you charge do, like
1: delivery fees
0: Yeah there's the but so she's spending no we don't charge delivery fees if she calls in it calls it in and orders directly from us we won't hit her for a delivery gotcha. fee but so we, we I mean she's spending $23 on this burrito that she's getting all the items taken off from, right. which uh, sometimes just I don't know, it bewilders me. So we're talking about flying cars. So these cars, they're going to be—you don't drive them yourself. They're like—it's almost like a mass transit.
1: No, you. It's like a, it's like an Uber.
0: Yeah. So somebody who's professionally trained, right. or is it a self flying car?
1: It. I, uh, you know, it actually the article didn't state that. So, are I'm you not, sure? Yes, I'm positive. once again,
0: ladies and gentlemen, you come in here for half information, <laughs> and that's okay because it's this very is my on fault. Brand
1: for me to not know that, guys, so. I'm not gonna
0: lie to you, I told you 16 times today already. This is what happened. I was ready to be into this podcast, I had a great day at work. I was all ready to kind of get into the whole all right, I'm gonna look up these articles, I'm gonna have that back and forth pumped up, you know what I mean, and then I got punched right in the face with this family issue and you know what it is and i was just telling tanya off air like it's like you know you can't with with other people you don't care about like other people they start saying ignorant stuff even if it is about you or at you it's kind of easy to laugh it off if you don't respect the point of view or care about the point of view from where it's coming but then it's like your brother so you're like well this guy is so out of whack He's so off the charts, like if I, I can't even tell you what what the thing. Is. And hold on, I read you some of the stuff, Tanya. So is it me in no, this one? It's not. You listened to? I told you some of the stuff I he did, was coming back and, and forth with me on, and you realize he's he's just the ramblings of a madman.
1: Right, and you and I have been friends for long enough that I have always been completely honest with you. Yeah,
0: I T- would. Too tell honest.
1: You, I would. <laughs> I mean. But 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 that's the point is that I would tell you things even if I knew that like maybe you didn't want to hear it. Right. I'm gonna be honest with you, and you are not wrong. Um, so it's
0: hard to explain. Like a lot of people be like, well, why do you let anybody? I don't care who they are. Why do you let anybody put you in that kind of a mood or a say? But it's just like the things he says happens. because he doesn't just say stupid stuff. He backs it up with, "What's wrong with you, you moron, for not agreeing with me?" Right. Enter into. Outlandish, you should be committed for what you're about to say, type of thing. Right. Like, and, and then you try to be like, all right, I got to step away. I got to step away. I can't, I can't do this. I'm literally at work shaking because I'm trying to help them. I'm trying to, like, well, here's why what you're saying is completely accusatory, insensitive, and, uh, you know, enter enter whatever adjective you want that's negative. And I'm like, trying to help them, but then it turns into, now he goes victim. Okay, you never really respected me right. anyway. You never really gave me the time of day. You don't think that I know what I'm talking about. I'm just a little bro. I don't, and then you got to go into that now. Now you now now we're in this room,
1: right, right? As Bill Burr would say, that's a good way of putting it. Now we're in this room. Like, yeah. oh, so okay, all right. I see what you just did, and
0: yeah. So like now, so so there's really no victory and I'm not looking for a victory, there's really no progress in the argument because you're dealing with somebody who just can't understand when someone's trying to help them And when someone's trying to, he's just, you know, and you guys still, even with that half ass bullshit explanation, you're still not going to understand. But having gone through this and read some of the text to Tanya, I think you know what I'm talking about, right, Tanya? Yep. And why this is like literally throwing my freaking day off for a loop. And
1: it sucks when that happens. I think that that happens, you know, it happens in every relationship. And I mean... You know, people think that relationships are just between uh, you and your significant other, but it's not. It's your family. It's your friends. Yeah, but
0: Tanya, you can usually reason with the person you know even I if really, you even, even if you walk away and you don't agree with each other there's usually a level of respect or a level of where, you can walk where away, you're like okay well you know what dude listen we're not gonna see eye to eye this and okay it's just you see it this way I see it that way with my brother it's not that it's you don't respect my opinion you never did and you never will uh, I'm just like Fredo to you he goes Godfather on <laughs>
1: yeah he'll
0: do that like like he'll just get into that yeah and then uh and then uh, and then i'll get mad and then i'll he'll drive me into a state to say some things that i don't want to say i told him like 16 times you need help you need help
1: because i'm not like a better help sponsorship
0: i'm not mr perfect too and then my sister chimes in oh what he's showing there is an ocb and he she's just gonna go in with the diagnosis i love it and i'm like dude all right here's the deal us as a well, us, 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 as a sibling group we're all mentally ill <laughs> mentally ill and i think i'm leading the charge i'm the best one
1: whoa 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 i'm
0: the i'm the least mentally ill because i have the power to acknowledge that we're mentally I've ill i've
1: never realized how much of an oldest sibling personality you have because i feel like um other friends that i have that are the oldest sibling yes three especially yeah which bobby is the oldest of the three and i'm like holy shit it's like i'm living with my brother again sometimes right like little things like you know pick up the remote change the channel and i'm like whoa 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 he's like oh You weren't watching that. That's what I'm I'm saying. Yeah, because I looked away. Yeah. And there's a very big brother role and personality, and I I feel like I sympathize with your sister. We're both like a little on the left, and
0: no, my sister's uh, more than a little on the left.
1: I think I'm more than a little on the left too, and I'm just kind of my sister's
0: in the streets activist.
1: (laughs) Good for her. Cool. I dig it. You think so? Yeah, I dig it. Of course. That's all right. Um, but I definitely as the baby of the family and from what I see from my interactions with my friends who are also the baby of the family there's definitely a I don't want to say self, of, self sense of entitlement but like a why aren't you seeing it my way it's my way Why don't, why aren't you understanding me let me put it to you again like this and then they just say the same thing over again. And you're like, because what you're saying is stupid. Right. That's why. Why yeah. would I ever think to like, and then you being the eldest kind of just have to be like, all right, I'm just going to ignore this. I have to ignore this. But you can't.
0: After a while, you can't. Yeah. Because he- it's just too like you want to like, you can't let it go. It has to be like you're trying to help.
1: He put his gloves on and he was ready to go. Right. Right. Somebody should have threw in the
0: towel. You're not wrong. So with that, with that with that said, listen, what did we say when we started this podcast? We said it was under construction, okay? This was clearly a step-back episode, clearly because I was distracted. Clearly, was ta- Tanya, you were distracted before because you were watching Tony from Lolita Loca, and I was trying to get your attention to try to maybe do a podcast. I don't know. Whatever, no, no. but you know you were completely fixed on uh, Tony, and I don't blame you because Tony was spitting those bars. Tony I was, was spitting bars.
1: I was also eating tacos,
0: Cruise bars. I got gotcha. you. All right, we're gonna we're gonna mercifully bring this to a halt and an end, and we're gonna. Hey, listen, we get knocked down, but we get up again. We'll we'll be back next week, and I won't speak to my brother. If I do, I'll make sure I do within the next two well, or three days.
1: No, because the thing is, is that when we get back to you next week, we're going to have to. Everybody wants to know. I want to know how Thanksgiving
0: went. I'm not going anywhere near him for Thanksgiving. It's
1: over. All
0: right, well. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, here to save the day, we have her on the line. Queen B, a.k.a. Beatrix. What's up, Beatrix? How's it going?
2: Hey, Tommy. Hi, Cones.
0: Does Florida miss me?
2: Yes, I personally miss you a lot, and Florida misses you very, very much.
0: And I know the Cones miss you very much as well.
2: Oh, I've been around. I've been hanging in the lounge.
0: Yeah, you've been in the mix a little bit. All right, so uh, I wanted to have you on because Beatrix, if you haven't seen, she hijacked my Instagram account. And she recently took a little trip to the nice little island, the nice happy island of Aruba. Right, Beatrix?
2: Yeah. I don't know how I skipped this island all this time. I don't know how I, and why I waited this long. I really don't.
0: No, it is an absolute wonderland. It is my second favorite cruise destination period. End of story. And like, you know, the, the top spot for me, as you guys know, with St. Thomas is secured permanently. And, uh, yeah, number two is Aruba. And one of the first things I always say about Aruba, if I ever talk about Aruba on this show, it's always just how many, I guess, people who go to Aruba are become like literally travel agents for Aruba and become so passionate about that island and so loyal to that island that, that a lot of times that's the trip every year I go, oh, Aruba, that's it. I only go to Aruba. Now, having gone already and actually spending a land-based vacation there, do you see why?
2: I absolutely see why. I know I will be going back, although I, I'm not famous for going back to places that I visited because I always try to use my money towards new destinations. But I fell in love with this island, so I most definitely will be back. It's super close to us here in Florida. It's only two-and-a-half-hour flight. Um, yes, so most definitely I'll be back, 100%. Awesome. So
0: mm-hmm. what made you uh, kind of decide? Because I've heard you talk about going on vacations. I know you were supposed to go home to your homeland Uh, Mm -hmm. and maybe visit mom and things got a little hectic in Europe with COVID-19 and everything and lockdown so things got a little wackier out of place but then you basically had some time off you had some expendable cash and you could have gone anywhere why did we pick Aruba
2: oh I couldn't have couldn't have gone anywhere uh, Places are very limited these days As to where we can go So yes you are right I was supposed to go visit my mother in Hungary And that trip fell through Because of the COVID situation in Europe And flight cancellations And Europe is just a big mess right now And this is where I would like to say Thank you to the cones who voted On my poll in the lounge oh, When hold I asked on. you can guys I, What yeah, should I do?
0: Can I, can, I, can I interrupt there? So what happened? You put a poll, poll up I thought yeah. I thought going home to Europe was one of the more, uh, was, was in the lead, no?
2: Oh, yes. 70 people said, go home, see your mom. I believe six people said, stay put in Florida. And three people said, visit a Caribbean island and just take a vacation somewhere
0: close. So what Beatrix is saying is that she has that much disrespect for the cones that she was going <laughs> to basically do whatever they said not to do, right?
2: No, it was COVID and it was the European uh, c- conditions these days that kind of held me back. So trust me, it broke my heart to, to make this decision and not to be able to see my mom. But I still think this was the right decision. So this is why Aruba happened. Um, and Aruba specifically because the Flamingo Beach was on my bucket list. And I figured I'll check it off now. If I can't go to Europe, I'll just do the Flamingo Beach and Aruba now. So, and Aruba is open to Americans right now. It's interesting because so. a
0: lot of people travel. A lot of people go to different places for different reasons. Mostly, it's the destination. It's just all you have to say is Aruba. But in your case, it was a specific location within that destination. You're talking about uh, Renaissance Island with the flamingos. Is that is that accurate?
2: Yes, very accurate. I've seen so many posts and videos about those beautiful flamingos walking on the ocean. I said, I want to be there one day. I want to see that one day. So my reason for Aruba was the Flamingo Beach. Yes.
0: And it's crazy because I could tell you this, there's so many destinations out there and places you go that are like, you know what, there's no way. It's as cool as it looks on video or it as cool as it looks on. Like one example that sticks in my mind is it, it can't be like honestly swimming with the pigs. No, I'm good. I'm I'm okay. I don't need to get shit on in an ocean by a bunch of pigs. <laughs> That's fine. But when you talk about the up close and personal experience from your photos, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seemed like it almost outshined the reputation. It outlived, outperformed what your expectations were, didn't it?
2: It did. I really enjoyed it and I liked it so much so that every single day when I was in Aruba, I went on the island to chill, hang out, just lay out on the beach and see the flamingos. So I said hi to the flamingos every single day while yeah. I was there.
0: And if you haven't checked it out, always be booked on Instagram. Check it out and you can kind of track her uh I guess her diet, some of her dining, some of the trips to Renaissance Island with the flamingos and some other beaches and things like that, a boat ride was in there. And if I'm not mistaken, you spied a couple of cruise ships, didn't you?
2: Yes, I did. Uh, It was right across the street from my hotel. They are docked there. They said they're there for months and months now, probably four or five months. Uh, It was the Norwegian Pearl and the Norwegian Sun. I believe. Yes, those I were the two. And uh, it was so close to the hotel that when I had to take the little boat over to Renaissance Island, we we had to bypass those two ships as we were approaching the island. So we got super, super close to the cruise ships, probably as close as one can be to a cruise ship these days.
0: To me, that's, that's awesome because I would be like, you know what, if I was out there in Aruba, I would be like, the only thing missing is just being able to look at a couple of cruise ships while I'm here. And there you go. You had some cruise ships. So interesting, interesting uh, caveat to the whole vacation. But how cool was it to be able to leave the lobby and get on that little gondola or whatever it was and go out to the island? But was that experience cool? Uh,
2: It would have been. It wasn't an experience. Unfortunately, it's shut down because of COVID-19 and the boat does not leave from the lobby so it was a major disappointment it still leaves from across the street of the hotel so you're literally on the boat within two minutes from the lobby but that whole thing the whole idea of the boat leaving from the lobby is now not happening
0: i would have broke the room apart if they told me that
2: i know i was so upset
0: (laughs) um did you get a chance to do some dining did you eat what was the food like
2: I did. The food was great. Uh, I hate to say it, and you know it. I don't know if the cones know it, but I'm not a major foodie. Unfortunately, working in the restaurant industry kind of killed that for me, and um, I don't have as much appreciation for food in restaurants as, as any other human normally has. Wait, why but, would that? Um, well,
0: I don't understand that. Why would that? Why would working in the restaurant business kill that for you?
2: I just think being in that environment and the kitchen in front of the house and service industry and food and food tasting and pairing and all that. You're for just over 15 it. Years, I just don't care anymore. Yeah. Food doesn't wow me anymore. Right. So, yes, I have been to a few places, especially um, the ones that are pretty popular and well-known. But one that you recommended is Pinchos which happened to be walking distance from my hotel. So I did go to Pinchos, and it was a great, great recommendation. Uh, food was great, service was great, white table cloth on the water, it was amazing. I did go to uh, Zay Rovers, I actually rented a car. We'll get to it in a minute. But I went to Zerovers, also a very good recommendation. And I went to the Flying Fishbone, where you dine with your feet in the water.
0: Oh, okay. I saw that. Yes.
2: Yeah. So, yes, I have been to these, I believe, these three restaurants. And then I ate at the hotel restaurants a couple of nights. But all recommendations and all the restaurants I've been to have been great. Food's great. Um, Very, very fresh. Lots of fish, of course a lot of like seafood but it was really good
0: did you have any day. uh bimini bread
2: no i did not that, Is that we, something i should have tried
0: yes we had that actually at uh what's the name of the place the uh yes sh- we
2: we we had it when we dined together here with Kay.
0: what's, at, it called again? Um, what's the place called again
2: i don't know you stumped me
0: uh, okay. Well, yeah, it was the name
2: Southport. Southport. Yeah, Southport Raw Southport yeah.
0: Bar, Yes. Exactly. They had the Bimini bread, and then they have it at Aruba Cafe in Lauderdale by the Sea. They have it as well. It was really, really good mm. there too. It's,
2: I didn't try it in uh, in uh, Aruba.
0: Yeah. So you had you worked at a place where they used to churn your own butter, right?
2: <laughs> I used to work at a place where I made the waiters do it.
0: Yes. Yeah, you had to churn butter, and that like they basically put flavors into the butter.
2: Yes. And whip
0: it. And then so that's like what the the bimini bread is, like whatever it's flavored, whipped up butter, but it's kinda like almost like baked within the bread. But it somehow keeps it's like I don't know how they do it, but like they're just basically biting into the bread, but this seasoned and flavored butter is in the bread. For the bimini bread, it's pretty, pretty addictive if you're a slobber. Sounds pretty good. Yeah, no, it's good. So I'll
2: I'll try it when I go back.
0: Okay, let's talk beaches. So you went to obviously went to Palm Beach, right?
2: I went to Palm Beach, um, where all the high rise um, hotels are.
0: That's the high rise um, section because I know there's a high rise and low rise section. Palm Beach is yes. the high rise section?
2: Yes, it is. And then and e- Eagle Beach the- is low? Uh, I don't know if Eagle Beach is called low-rise beaches, but I believe so because all the high-rise beaches are in the Palm Beach area and then, then Eagle Beach is get getting closer towards the airport. And then the hotel where I stayed at is kind of a standalone hotel in, the, in and also on the sou- south coast of the island. So I don't know how they call it, but yes, that is definitely the, the high-rise hotel area, the Palm Beach area.
0: Oh, so they do have an airport there. Yeah, well, what, I flew. What's the name of the airport? Do you, would you have gotten a? will you have caught the name of the airport while you were there?
2: It's Queen Beatrix Airport. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so fitting. It's my airport. It's, it's your my airport. airport. It's so fitting that an airport was named Queen Beatrix, and I personally well, am upset that you had to pay full price for that flight.
2: It gets better because there are a lot of things that are named Beatrix on this island because it's a queen. It's a Dutch. She's a, she was a Dutch queen, and there's a Beatrix Street there. There's a Beatrix Airport there. There's a bunch of things that are named after her. So and I was you quite couldn't fl- and
0: you couldn't flash your ID and get yourself some free shit.
2: Actually, they were very surprised. A lot of people when they saw my name where I introduced myself. So and yeah, it was you, pretty when,
0: cool. When you did when they did that, did you offer your handout for them to kiss it? <laughs> no, <laughs> I did not. Why not? Why would you miss that opportunity?
2: I did
0: not. All right, all right. <laughs> yeah. So I recommended a couple of things to you that I'm, I'm I think I'm pretty sure you didn't do. So you didn't go to what I thought would be your favorite beach. Did you go to Baby Beach? I did. You did. Okay. You yes, didn't tell I me did. about it, but it wasn't your favorite beach.
2: No. And okay. it's not worth the drive in my opinion.
0: Really? Okay. It yeah. is it is at the very southern tip of the island, right?
2: Yes, it is. So I rented a car one day. Oh, let me tell you about this. This was interesting. So I booked a car for one day with Hertz at first. And then I took a cab to a supermarket and the cab driver told me that he also owns a car rental company. At this point, I didn't pick up my Hertz car yet. So he gave me his rate and he sounded pretty uh, nice and serious in the company itself. I looked it up online and I canceled my Hertz reservation because I figured I'll give my business to the local guy more so than Hertz. Hertz is fine. Oh, gosh.
0: This never ends well. (laughs) Go ahead.
2: Most likely will survive, Hertz. Although I've heard things that they are struggling. But he's—he was a local Aruban taxi driver. Why not give him my money rather than Hertz? So, long story short, very professional company. They brought the car to my hotel. They picked it up from the hotel, and it was half the price of what Hertz would have been. Did it have an engine? Did it have an engine?
0: It had an engine.
2: Yeah, okay. yeah, it was a. I believe it was a Honda. Okay. It was a good. It was a good car. I had it for one day, and I do have the guy's uh, phone number and email. If anybody wants it, let me know. But it's half the price of Hertz. They bring it to your hotel. They pick it up from the hotel. So it was pretty cool. So when I rented that car, I drove around for an entire day. All so that way, hold place. on. So the car mm-hmm. was fine.
0: Fine, totally fine. Okay, so yeah, see, that's why you got better luck than me. The minute I would have pulled an Audible like that, I would have set myself back three days. The car (laughs) would have muffler parts falling out of it while I was driving. And I would have been like, okay, learning experience, stick with Hertz. But it sounds like, you know, as as it should, I guess, because you are Queen Beatrix. It is your island. So it would make sense (laughs) that things fall into place for you. But go ahead.
2: No, it was totally fine. The car was fine. The service was A+, so there's nothing wrong with that. But reverting back to Baby Beach, one of my stops when I had the car was Baby Beach. It was about a 25-minute drive from the hotel. And I really don't think it's worth the drive. I mean, it's a beautiful beach, but there are a lot of beautiful beaches in Aruba. Um, There's a restaurant there called Big Mama um i get the the concept of, of the water not being too deep and it's shallow and you can go in far in and it's still very very shallow but all in all i honestly don't think it's worth that drive and if you don't have a car a taxi would be like $45 one way to get okay. there okay
0: okay all right well that makes sense i i, I just the, the pictures that i saw and i was just thinking of you cuz i was like you know i like i know you like quiet and peace and calm and remote so i was thinking like you know obviously everybody goes to palm beach and i was thinking all right you know what this looks like it's a very uh for lack of a better term unmolested geography and like you, <laughs> you'd be down there and it'd be like very very calm you'd see some fish maybe some dolphins and it I felt like it would be like nice but okay that's fine the other thing i recommended i don't know if you did or not did you have a dutch pancake i did not okay it was right walking distance from your hotel, but that's okay. Yes, it
2: was. I walked past it three times and I kept trying to convince myself I should go and I sh- should go in, but I'm not a breakfast person. So if you don't go for breakfast there, it's really not the place to go. And I don't eat a big breakfast. So I skipped
0: the Dutch pancake. It house. has the perfect combination of sweet and savory. It does have like full on, like dinner type meals, but yes, it's eggs. It's the picture of very, very hearty delicious whether you could be hearty or not hearty like you can get like a regular you can get like a vegetable you can get like a meat uh omelet type of a scenario but instead of like a full-on omelet it's like sweet and a little bit of carbs to it like almost like a uh, uh almost like a you could almost like call it like almost like a bread pudding almost but more on the egg side and less on the bread side but listen mm. i got you if not, if it's not your thing it's not your thing you're not into it it's a, you can't fight city hall. all right <laughs> So what else? What would, you, what would you say some of the – so I heard a guy say when you get a car in Aruba, all you have to do is continue to make left turns. What else did you do while you had the vehicle? I think I saw you up by the California Lighthouse too, right?
2: Uh, that was with a tour. One okay. day I took a tour, and the next day I went to places that wasn't included in the tour. So when I, when I rented the car, uh, I drove out to Baby Beach. Then I stopped in an area called San Nicolas, where they have these, these wall murals painted on the buildings. It's almost like Wynwood walls in Miami. It's a bunch of graffitis gotcha. on yeah. the buildings. So I stopped there. Um, I, I, uh, stopped at Zerovers on my way back because that's also on that, on that drive out to Baby Beach. Then I drove to Eagle Beach to see the two pretty trees, the 440 trees, they're called. Now I understand what's the difference between DVDV tree and 440 tree. What is it? So the DVDV tree are the trees that are the sideways trees that are growing all over the island. But the two famous trees on Eagle Beach are called 440 trees because they grow on the beach and they only grow on the beach.
0: Okay, okay.
2: So I went there and then I drove to the Flying Fishbone in the evening for dinner. I actually met another traveler. So we went out for dinner together to that place. Did
0: you get any action?
2: Oh come on Tom. I, I I don't I don't roll like that. You know me. I make friends and that's where it ends. <laughs>
0: all right, we'll go with that story. Okay.
2: So, while I had the car, um where where else did I go? That's pretty much it what I did with the car. And then with the tour, I checked out all the other places that I didn't I didn't list now, the ones that you recommended.
0: Okay. All which, right.
2: Which was the lighthouse and um
0: the bridge, and, the natural bridge. And,
2: the natural bridge the alto vista chapel those were all included the butterfly farm they were all included in the tour
0: that i took so the butterfly farm is like right by eagle beach right
2: yes Mm -hmm. okay
0: so how was the okay so i know you and i've traveled with you and i know how you like things and (laughs) the thing about aruba is it is a beach town there's beaches everywhere so a lot of times in my opinion it's some sometimes semi-difficult to kind of like i don't know sometimes those hotels even the high-end ones can kind of be a little bit rustic what would you uh as far as your high standards for nice uh high-end uh uh, cleanliness uh, technologically advanced modern hotels how would you rate the renaissance
2: Four and a half out of five. Really? Yeah. I was very happy with it. Although it's not the high-end hotel that you would think as a Ritz or whatnot, like a Four Seasons. (coughs) Excuse me. It's a Marriott at the end of the day, but it was very, very clean. What about the beginning of the day? What do you mean the beginning of the day?
0: Well, you said like it's a Marriott like at the end of the day, but what would it be at the beginning of the day? at the beginning of the day, is it still a Marriott or does it like convert to Hilton or? No, it's
2: still
0: a Marriott. I know. I Like when I said that, I knew how bad of a joke that was when when, I, when it was coming out of my mouth. I knew just don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. It's, t- it's awful. Don't say that. And then I did anyway. So I, c- I can't help it. That's just it does what it does.
2: I didn't even get the joke, but that's not surprising because English being my second language many times I don't get jokes when you have to explain them to me so
0: okay All right. <laughs>
2: it's not it's not that weird All
0: right, so it is in Marriott. it's managed by Marriott. it's it's so it's a it's a pristine property
2: but I have a couple of tricks for this hotel that I did and if any of our listeners are going to go to this hotel which I highly recommend, there are a couple of tricks I did at check-in. I tipped the check-in guy 20 bucks up front to give me a good room because a lot of rooms have windows that are looking inward towards the lobby of the hotel, and I didn't want that. So I gave him 20 bucks and I said, give me a nice room with a nice view on a top floor. Hmm.
1: And he did give
2: me a really good room with a beautiful view of the harbor on the fifth floor, so that was a start. And then the other thing that we need to know about this hotel that all inclusive is an option. So for those cones who are looking for something to replace cruising right now, but they want all inclusive because you want to booze and party, it's an option. Okay. And then this hotel has another uh, extension on Ocean Side, so you can choose between Marriott. Uh, harbor or Marriott Oceanside, and you are allowed to use the facilities and the pool across the street on the Oceanside area, which is much, much nicer, much bigger. They have restaurants there too. So you're not only allowed to use the Marriott Marina if you're checked in at the marina, you can go and use the resort across the street, which is a beachside
0: resort. That is really cool. Yeah. So you get access mm-hmm. to the whole thing. They, I mean, that's that's phenomenal. Um, and a
2: lot of people don't know that. A lot of people think that they are not allowed to go on the ocean side because they're checked in at the marina side. And that's not the case. You are allowed and it's wide open to everyone. And Flamingo Island is included. So you don't have to pay money to get on Flamingo Island, which otherwise would be, I believe, $95 a day.
0: Right. Well, I would ask you like what would be your favorite part of this vacation, but I already know it's definitely <laughs> Renaissance Island, right?
2: Yes, 100%.
0: What else? So as, as far as if you had to pick some highlights of this trip, some highlights, what would you see, what would you say is some of the some of the things that you enjoyed doing? And then like you did mention you wish you had another couple of days. What are some of the things, if you can pick them out of the sky right now, that you wish you had done while you were there?
2: Did you drop the microphone?
0: I dropped the phone. It's all. It's fine. Everything's fine. Oh,
2: okay. So yes, I went for five days. I should have gone for seven. I could have used two more days on the island because I have to fess up. I did not go to Erikop National Park.
0: Okay. Well, you kind of did, is, but when you're at the bridge, you're at the very beginning of it. I know it's not in it, but it's basically yeah. the beginnings of it and a lot of what you'll see if you are at Arakok National Park.
2: Yeah, I didn't see much of it. I purposely left it out. I, I It wasn't on, on my top priority list, but um, I could have used two more days all in all. So instead of five, I should have gone for seven. So I would definitely check that out if I would go back next time, but... Um, What is the highlight? Well, besides the Flamingo Beach, I can't say it enough, the entire island to me feels like an extension of Europe. And just all in all, the, the vibe of the island and the food and the people and the brands in the grocery store, whether that's chocolate or cosmetics, they're all things that I see in Europe and not necessarily see in the U.S. So it had a little bit of a home flavor to it. And I really enjoyed that part. I really liked that vibe, that like semi European vibe, which I miss terribly here in the US. And that's a that's definitely something that drew me to this island and
0: I would imagine so. I would imagine mm-hmm. so. You're basically saying like it's a slice of home, but also palm trees and flamingos and beaches. It sounds mm-hmm. beautiful sounds like almost like perfect, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we know it's, it's a, it was a Dutch colony and everyone speaks Dutch. There were a bunch of German tourists because, as I said, Aruba is open to U.S. as well as Europe. So there are huge Boeing jets landing every day, uh, dropping three, four hundred European tourists every day. Bunch of Dutch, bunch of German people um, also on the island. The population speaks four languages. They speak Dutch. They speak um, Spanish, Papiamento. Yes, Dutch, Spanish, Papiamento. Oh, there's an
0: I in there? I thought it was Papiamento. It's Papiamento?
2: I think there's an I in there. Can you Google it?
0: I mean, tomato, tomato. What are you going to do?
2: Okay. Yeah. So they speak four languages, all of them. Every single person who lives on the island. So it's yeah, it has it definitely has a European vibe, very much so. And plus add all the tourists that are coming over, very much European. So that was that was that was another highlight or something that really drew me to this island.
0: And I was so fascinated because if you were high enough up at the right spot, you can see South America. You're twenty like twenty five miles away from South America.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Venezuela. They yes. say they don't have access to it, obviously, because of the political situation in Venezuela. But it's uh, it's so close. It's like an eight-minute airplane ride.
0: Yeah, no, that makes sense. So when do you think you're going back?
2: Uh, soon, I would say. Soon, because it's so easy and it was so cheap. And Aruba is normally not a cheap island. I don't know if they're cheap now because they're trying to lure tourists back or not. But for this entire trip, I paid $1,050, including the airfare and the hotel, and I got back $100 from JetBlue in credit and $50 resort credit. So okay, my that's, trip that's, was really 900 bucks.
0: That's 900 bucks for the hotel. That doesn't include spending money, right?
2: No, it doesn't. It's just the hotel and the flight.
0: Okay. Now, in this crazy time that we're living in, we'll kind of, I guess, uh, wrap it up with this. Can you give the cones a feel or an idea of the protocols that you had to go through uh, when taking this trip?
2: Yes. So basically, the only restriction is to have a negative COVID test. You do need to have a negative COVID test to enter the country, which has to be 72 hours prior to your flight's departure. And uh, you can s- download an app, which is called the ED app. It's basically stands for Embarkation and Disembarkation App for Aruba Health. And there they ask you, where are you staying? It's almost like a self-assessment, like a health self-assessment bullet point type thing. And there you can upload your negative covid test and when you get to the airport you basically have a green check mark and a green light that you are allowed to enter the island but if you cannot get your covid test done within 72 hours in the u.s because it's kind of a short time frame to get a covid test result back within 72 hours then you can get it done at the aruban airport uh, for $85, they they swab you when you land. You are allowed to go to your hotel, but they only give you a key that opens your hotel room once. And then you are required to quarantine until you get your test results back from the airport. But they guarantee you will be getting it within six to eight hours.
0: Okay, then what happens if you're positive? Do you know?
2: God, then you're screwed. Then you probably have to quarantine in your room and um, and just stay there. You also have to, yeah, and you also have to buy a thirty dollar health insurance prior to landing, and that thirty dollar health insurance that's for the entire stay, not per day. That thirty dollar health insurance will cover some of your expenses if you, for some reason, test positive or if you need medical um, attention or hospital visits or anything like that. I think you're covered up to eighty grand.
0: I wonder what they do with the room. That you're staying and if you turn up positive and now you got to stay in the hotel room. I hope there's a deep cleaning going on after that for the next guest.
2: Pos- I'm sure. Yeah. I'm 100% sure. But they probably don't talk about it if they have one or two of those. Although they said um, the some locals told me that they currently have 60 COVID cases in Aruba, four people in ICU, and out of the 60, 40 are tourists and 20 locals or vice versa. I believe vice versa. I think the other way around. I think 40 locals and 20 tourists.
0: Nice.
2: So they, they are there, but the numbers are pretty low.
0: Pretty interesting, pretty interesting. Beatrix, I want to thank you so much for uh, coming on and talking about your trip to Aruba. Uh, before we go, is there anything else that you can uh, think about as far as Aruba? Any tips, any general stuff? There may not be. I don't know. We, we, we did cover a lot of it, but anything else, any parting words for Aruba, for the cones? Uh,
2: just I, I truly hope that I inspire some people to get going. I know it's a pretty crazy world we live in right now and i love to travel and i didn't realize how much i missed traveling until i actually went now but it's 100 safe i did not feel unsafe uh, masks are required indoor places or where you cannot socially distance but it's not bad at all i did not feel it, in a in a bad way about covid anywhere whether that's airport or airplane or hotel so if I can inspire some people to get going, I would really love to do that because uh, it's really worth it, and it's a good time to go. Prices are pretty low. The island is quiet; it's not um, it's not too busy right now. And uh, yeah, if you can go, go. JetBlueVacations.com is where I booked my um, my trip, and they do have pretty good deals there. So I highly recommend that people start start traveling again.
0: Good to hear. It all sounds good. And how's Florida going? How's it Florida without me? i got to give you credit. Very, very brave of you to survive Florida without me. I understand it. It has to be very, very difficult for you.
2: <laughs> Florida's good. We are running wild here. Everything is open. There are barely any restrictions. So we're, we're good. You know what I was thinking just now, by the way, before you called? That tonight is Thanksgiving Eve. This used to be the busiest night in our industry when we used to work together. Oh yeah. And right now you're at home recording a podcast. You're
0: absolutely it's crazy, right crazy, isn't is. it? It's nuts. It's nuts. And uh it, it's just out of control. I mean, yeah, it's the business has going been going in a different way in the last couple of years, but to have it right now where everybody is I was just like literally at, you know, the the the, the Mexican concept that the company that I work for owns and we were there and it's the place is packed. But everybody seated behaving themselves. It's so wild. It's weird to see. And they got to be out of there by 10.
2: It's so strange. You probably the last 20 years of your life on this very night, Wednesday night before Thanksgiving, you were working like a madman. Up until what? Six, seven in the morning counting cash at the end of the night. Well, Mad busy yeah. bars.
0: Up until the last couple of years, it's probably been a couple of years off now. New Year's Eve, I haven't done anything in the last three years, but yeah, yeah. for a good well, you know seventeen, eighteen year run, you're absolutely right. I used to I say that all the time. Whenever anybody ever said, you know, on a Saturday night when they were home being boring in their pajamas watching SNL, I would say, oh, just give me that once. Just give me, just let me be home on a Saturday night watching SNL. Mm-hmm. And I don't even like mm-hmm. SNL anymore, but I would still just watch it. But,
2: yeah. Uh, yeah it's it's crazy but yes Florida's fine we miss you i'm sure k misses you and the k compound misses
0: you did you have an interview with uh you know johnny c we were talking about you a little bit i didn't mean to refer to you as joseph stalin um do <laughs> that apologize. wasn't
2: that that was with tanya
0: oh that was tanya okay yeah so you know tanya you and tanya have worked together and you know she ate a lot of your food and drank a lot of your tequila while she was uh, on duty in her office job but that's okay <laughs> right
2: <laughs> no she just had like a light little margarita at lunch and that's it
0: and a, and, a, and a half a bottle of red wine and probably a few shots when you were looking and then she tried to do uh, help you screw up your roll ups while she was helping your staff
2: not true that wasn't at lunchtime not true okay. don't throw her under the bus not true and but the, yes i heard the the podcast with johnny c and i had such a wide smile on my face the entire time i enjoyed it so much can we bring him back
0: Yeah, we'll bring him back. I mean, a lot of the cones don't know like how big of a get that is because you know they don't know who he is. But if I was trying to explain to it on the Patreon, like he's just we go so far back, and he's just like a big, colorful, larger than life character, and he always kind of you know you go in, you never know what you're gonna get from John. He was always an adventure. It was always you know he's just a legend of Forty Second Street and a lot of other places. So it was good to have him on, and yes, we will have him back again
2: have him back yes and uh, you said it on the podcast uh johnny c knew me before you that is true
0: yeah yeah absolutely yeah i think yeah. we i think you, we i think we had to use the towel a few times when you were on the bar and we were up there too oh
2: shut up, <laughs>
0: shut up. damn towel
2: <laughs> oh my god that was so funny though that was so
0: good so good back in the yeah. days ladies so and gentlemen a- i want to congratulate you you got your little monthly fix, beatrix we're going to do this again soon we have to have you on we have to the cones always ask for you so we got to keep it keep bringing you on but um thank i you- love
2: my cones and i also want to thank them for for helping me on that poll which ended up going the other way but i really appreciate you guys' votes that was pretty uh, pretty touching i really really appreciate you guys caring
0: you heard it, Cones. Great job. She, appreci- she appreciates it. And we appreciate you, Beatrix. Thank you so much for coming on.
2: Oh, my pleasure. Anytime. And happy Thanksgiving.
0: Happy Thanksgiving to you, too. you just listened to the Staycation Podcast. Who the hell likes cranberry sauce anyway? It's a Staycation Conversation.